0: welcome to confessions of an obese child this is a podcast that deals with early childhood trauma disordered eating binge eating and more we discuss self-loathing triggering to binge eating and then many post weight loss topics like survivor's guilt the body positive movement and more and we interview formerly overweight children as well so please join us for another episode of confessions of an obese child Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you are healthy during this uh, apparent resurgence of, of the virus. I live in a state where there is a spike, and t- I mean, to be fair, Texas has 29 million people. So when they say cases are rising here, if you look at gross numbers or the pure numbers, it makes sense that we're going to have more more cases than Vermont or Wyoming that have like 600,000 people that live in the entire state. But certainly in the big cities, uh, especially Houston, um, it, there is a concern. And But hopefully you're healthy. Today we're going to talk about how nobody really wants to be with fat people. Now, of course, this is going to be completely politically incorrect, and it might offend some people, but it's the truth, and you know it's the truth. And this is why you come uh, to this this feed, Confessions of an Obese Show. Now, look. When I was fat, in the mid-80s, I would watch the John Hughes movies. I'd watch Can't Buy Me Love. I'd watch all these rom-coms that were out. And I really wanted to believe that a woman, a girl at that point, would look past my morbid obesity, my my smelly fungus growing in the folds of my fat body, uh, the The humongous rashes I had where my mom had to spray baby powder on me because I couldn't wipe my ass, and i I really wanted to believe that a woman would overlook that and fall in love with who I was right You see these tropes in the movies all the time, Shrek, for example, later on uh, you see these tropes where the person will fall in love with with who you are, beauty and the beast, and of course, you know, in these movies are always rewarded. When the person goes back to being normal, they're beautiful, right? But at least with Shrek, uh, Fiona stays a, 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 an ogre. But in general, this is what you want to believe. and But it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. People are, are human. And sexual attractions based largely on health, um, especially with men. Men are visual creatures, and, we, and that's the first thing we look at. And if you women hate that... Uh, it's pointless to hate something that is true. It's like hating gravity. It's just like men getting mad that women want to be with with successful, wealthy men. What's the point of being mad at hypergamy? It's just a nature. It's 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 like the laws of physics. So when I was fat, I wanted to believe that, but then I noticed you know there was a, there was a kind of a, a, a paradox in that all the crushes that I had in the eighties, like Debbie Gibson, were all regular-weighted people. So I wanted people to fall, I wanted girls to fall in love with me, even though I was fat, even though I wasn't attracted to anybody who was fat. Now, at the time, I didn't really see the double standard, of course. But later in life, I do. And going back to to look, so a man is wired to look at beauty, youth, virtue, and Part of that is, is a regular weight because a regular weight suggests that the woman is healthy and that she can bear healthier offspring. There are many studies that show that overweight women have a greater chance of giving their children gestational diabetes, for example, and a greater chance, I'm sorry, of diabetes type 2, and a greater chance of, of the child being obese later on. And with women, though, women are willing to forsake a certain amount of looks for other factors, so security, wealth, status, wit, humor, and this is why you commonly see beautiful women or attractive women with men who aren't as good looking as they are, because it's it's an it's it's an exchange, right? It's a, it's a change-off where the woman will be like, yeah, he's not as good looking, but he's he's providing for me, and that that. Insatiable inherent need for security as manifested through hypergamy is very strong in women Just like the need for men to want to be with as attractive and regular weighted woman as possible So when we look at overweight people and of course this this is what the the body positive movement people uh, I guess would get mad at but most people when you look at an overweight person you think That they're unhealthy which they are being obese cuttings your your shortens your life expectancy from anywhere from seven to ten years depending on what comorbidity you develop because being obese more likely to get type two diabetes hypertension cholesterol cancer all these things and so people will, will will see overweight people as being unhealthy and therefore think that they're undisciplined or lazy and this isn't always the case uh I can say that since when I was fat, was I undisciplined and lazy? Well, go to those early episodes. My parents tried to put me in dietitian plans and Weight Watchers plans. And I just, I loved the binging more than I loved myself at the time. But there there reached a point, and go to like episode 17 where I talk about it, there reached a point where something clicked and things changed and I took it seriously and I lost the weight. But certainly obesity can be a sign of early childhood trauma, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, that that person likely was abused or had a neglectful parent, and therefore they turned to food, just like some people turn to alcohol or other vices. There's, there's some sort of early childhood trauma. So many times when people see an abnormally overweight person they just kind of see it as a red flag for a host of reasons they're unhealthy uh they're lazy they're disciplined this is what goes through their head i'm not necessarily saying this is true but they're lazy undisciplined uh they don't take care of themselves they have early childhood trauma and so the preference and i think no one can deny this but certainly the body positive movement would, would deny admitting this because it is a quasi form of fat shaming is that nobody prefers to be with a fat person now yes there are men particularly who have a fetish for the chubby diva so to speak but as a whole women would not prefer that their man be morbidly overweight and men would not prefer their wife to be morbidly overweight we simply just don't find morbidly overweight people attractive and, I mean, you'll see People magazine, they'll put the the Chrissy Metz or the girl from This Is Us or when Kirstie Alley was overweight. They'll put these people on magazines and say big and sexy, you know, these kind of things. But we, we all know it's a ruse. And those people know it's a ruse. Look at Adele. Look at Rebel Wilson. Look at these actresses that are dropping a lot of weight. And now they're getting fit shamed. Go to that episode we did on fit shaming. They knew it, so and this is one of the contradictions of the body positive movement, because they'll be like, oh, accept me, I'm happy and fat, yes, yes, accept me, I'm awesome, I'm happy and fat. But then later on, after they lose the weight and they get interviewed, they're like, yeah, I was at a healthy place at that point. Well, just be honest when you're overweight. Just say, yeah, I'm not in a good place right now, I hope to lose weight. But at the same time, they know they need to cater and pander to the general population, and we know the general population is overweight. So the average woman is 170 pounds and 5'3". So the average woman is morbidly overweight. So in some ways, you can understand the fit shaming that Adele is getting because a lot of women related to Adele and said, oh, Adele's one of us. She's fat. Now that she's losing weight, they're like, what? What? And they get all mad. But they wouldn't appreciate it if people got mad if they were losing the weight. And then they wouldn't be mad at Adele either if they were losing the weight too. A lot of this is just short and frode. And envy. So look, I don't mean this as a form of fat shaming. I think fat people know, and look, I was fat, I know. Fat people want to lose weight. Fat people don't want to be fat. Okay, Don't fall for this body positive lie. It's just like, oh, poor people want to be poor. No, fat people don't want to be fat. And if they, if they could go back in time or if they could change things, they would be regular weighted. I don't think anyone can deny that. The question is whether or not, how do you motivate people to lose the weight? That's the harder part because if you're telling people you need to lose weight, you're going to die younger, blah, 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 blah. Understand, fat people, we have a lot of self loathing. There's self loathing. And so if you tell a fat person you need to lose weight, that's going to kick into their self loathing perhaps, and then make them more likely to binge eat, for example, and, and continue that loathing and self-destructive behavior. So it's a very fine line what to tell an overweight person, how to motivate them to lose weight. With me, I i mean, this was back in 1990 for Christ's sake, so it's very hard for me to even remember. But I do remember having a gym coach, and I talk about it in that episode, who really pushed me in, to lose weight. And I think I think it was just the fact that I lost four pounds once, and I was like, wow, and that just gave me like – I. I like a little impetus uh, to continue. Uh, but nobody prefers to be with a fat person. So if any of you are overweight, try to lose the weight. And not necessarily for your partner. And like your partner might tell you the right thing. Oh no, you look great. But I mean, imagine if your partner was 150 pounds overweight. You want them to be regular weighted too. So I always try to see from the other person's perspective in a compassionate way. Uh, but try to lose the weight for you and not because uh of the societal stigma with obesity but for your own health some of you have children right you want to live as long as you can so you can see your children and be around your children and just understand being obese as you get older it's going to make you more susceptible to so many medical problems so try to lose the weight guys i honestly today compared to 1990 there's so many more things that are available bariatric surgery for example yeah it has side effects and complications but you can lose so much weight on bariatric we have fasting we have keto there's just so much more awareness of what's healthy and what's not so you can do it guys but don't fall for the lie that everyone's fine with with fat people no nobody prefers to be with a fat person let's just let's just keep it real keep it sincere and keep it honest Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the Paleo Keto uh, recipes I have over there. If you want to support our channel, please do so. We we need it. We need it to uh, defray the cost of the website and the podcasting hosting. So there's going to be a PayPal link in the episode notes. Donate five, ten dollars one time or monthly. You can also go to those recipes at naturopathicearth.com and click on the Amazon links. That'll take you to Amazon. Anything that you buy on Amazon within 24 hours through those links, we get a two percent commission and no expense to you. Um, If you want some one-on-one coaching or counseling, contact me through the Clarity FM link that you would find on the homepage of naturopathicearth.com. Buy Confessions of an Obese Child or Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, my two books. You can buy them on Amazon, Kindle, or paperback. And go check out the other two podcast channels that I have here, Holistic Health News. Uh, We we have a recent episode on uh, baldness and covid and how women are more unhappy now than back in 1970 when they weren't working as much. And then go check out the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. We just did an an episode on the best oils for helping and treating sunburn. Guys, until next time, stay safe. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. If you'd like to reach us, find us at our Facebook page, Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News. Until next time, take care.